What's okay, up? I'm thoroughly awake now, so I think we can do it. Hey, have you rolled the dice? We have been rolling all this time. Yeah, the whole have time. Have you rolled the... My nose is we haven't, we haven't rolled it. Oh, we yeah. haven't spun the wheel yet. No, no, I'll, I'll do it right now. Should I do it? I'm, ro- yeah. I'm rolling over Wait, here. Wait, can you start rolling. at a new point? Because you keep getting close to... Rolling, rolling, start rolling, Start on the opposite rolling, side. Ro- what? Rolling, 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 rolling. Come on, rolling, 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 rolling. Y'all know you've been loving this shit right here. If it was most hated... Rock stars, Fred Durst would probably be my number one. The most symmetrical number. 11. Legs oh, 11. Unless you write it with the, the tick, flick. The little the flick. head. Yeah. Well, legs 11 this evening, everybody. Case, eight should be the, the hat? most symmetrical. Would you call that the hat? The le pipi. What are the French hats? Le pepite? Le papier? No, that's paper. So I left for a second to spin the wheel. What the hell are you talking about? The hat on the 11. The circumference. No, that's a triangle. Le sans serif. Now... Number 11, everybody, tonight, number 11, is the top spy movie. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode, another installment of the That's Wearing Podcast. So official. I know. Sometimes you've got to be official, though. You know, you've got to make it a bit more... Uh, Less fun. Woo! Yeah, yeah, sometimes, you know, just turn it down a little bit, you know. Mm. Jokes. Welcome back to the That's Wearing Podcast. My name is Liam, joined tonight by... My name is Rob. <laughs> Rob is here. Wow. <laughs> I did it. Speaking we did of, it. Speaking of official. My name is Tarantino. Oh, Tarantino. Because <laughs> if someone can't be fun, I will be. Just a regular Quentin over here. Yeah. Love to hear it. Love to hear <laughs> it. Sorry, Tara, I didn't mean to start the episode off all uh, all official like that. She has just come back right. from Europe. So she, maybe she can tell us what they call a Big Mac in Paris. Yeah. Know? Maybe yeah. we'll really do deep dive. I didn't go to Paris. Oh, you didn't go to Paris. No. What do they call a Big Mac in Berlin? I did not go to McDonald's. Oh. Um, sorry? <laughs> actually, I did go you to went, a McDonald's. All, you the, way went all the way to Germany and didn't go to McDonald's? They I actually beer. thought of you guys because I went to the Belgian McDonald's um, to use the bathroom because I don't mind destroying right. Man, McDonald's would you, bathrooms. Would, would you like a, a burger? No, toilet. Don't talk to me. That's yeah. all I want from you, McDonald's. Also, you don't call it a burger. What do you call it? Yeah. Go on, gun to head. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> a Belgian burger. <laughs> the Belgian burger. <laughs> Welcome to McDonald's. You'd like a McBelgian burger? A Mcbelgium. Delicious. Mm. I'm actually disappointed in her, to be honest. I'm sorry. I know. I did think way. of you guys, and I accidentally went into a KFC once and thought of you. No one and accidentally the goes into a KFC. <laughs> no, well, I thought it was a Macca's because it was red, and then I was like, wait, Macca's yellow. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. But you're claiming you didn't have McDonald's. No, I didn't eat it, no. So why did you go into a to KFC destro- thinking it was a McDonald's? To, so to, to go to the bathroom the as well. To destroy, to destroy the, the toilet, yeah. Uh, and it was, it, so that's a, that's a, that's a, so you wouldn't have normally done that in a KFC. Well, you would have KFC charges for toilet use oh. in uh, Belgique. Uh, yeah. It's probably a good thing too because it's like owning both ends of the market. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, you, oh, yeah. you, you put the field in and then yeah. encourages the... Yeah. That is delightfully cheeky. That is delightfully cheeky. I get it. I get it, because obviously it stops people from just wandering in, wheeling in. You know what's even worse is um, this KFC that I went into, the particular one in Belgium, um, it only took card, first of all. What the hell that? What, what the hell is that about? There's a transfer fee if I use my card. But anyway, I went ahead and did it, 
Not once, nay twice, and it still didn't work for me. There was a fault with it. So it swallowed seven euros and did not let me pee. Oh, my God. I was outrageous. Outrageous, sorry. Um, Still not correct. I was outraged. <laughs> <laughs> I was outraged. I was outraged. I was trying to do it with the Seven accent. euros. How much was it for one stop? Three fifty. Yeah, like three fifty. What? Yeah, I was expecting like a 20p coin or something. Usually it's one euro. What if you, you can buy a piece of chicken for under three euro fifty? Surely. Yeah. Do, oh, do, mate. Could you still use the toilet if you were just a customer? Um. Or do you still I have think to pay? You still had to pay. Yeah. Because I turned to the girl who was conveniently loading paper towels nearby, and I was like, "Hey, your machine hasn't worked." And she looked at me and shrugged. And I was uh, like, "Let that's me that's in." A, that's it was a, a turnstile. I could have jumped it, but I was like, "I'm not going to be that guy." I should have. Yeah. You know what you should have done? You should have been gone incognito. Gone back behind behind the counter and taking the key, oh, like, a good, like a good spy, oh, like a good spy. Like well, a spy I wonder if they include it in. I like the I like the tangent you're going for. Thank there, you, ruin it. But I want to bring it back to just this one point <laughs> of the KFC. Great segue, and um, back we go. <laughs> very rarely, segue, very rarely do I come up with good segue, but when I do, Rob's sure to fuck it up. Yeah. Go for sure it. to fuck it up. I wonder if they include it within their meal packages, you know, so you get like two pieces of Maybe chicken and a burger and a, and a, toilet. a shit. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> it'll make you do that. So. Um, do I have permission to look up my... So Yes, 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 yes. Go Thank for it. you, yes. Madame, would you like the baño combo? What's so the baño combo? Oh, my God. Baño is toilet. Spanish for toilet. Yeah, I didn't go to Spain. I know, but it still was Europe. It sounded good. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wide continent, man. The baño combo. I was making a joke, everybody. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who's the fun police now? <laughs> May I use my phone, sir? Please, <laughs> well, if sir. we're the fun place, then we're I'm better. Phone. I'm going to revoke your phone time in a second. <laughs> Any minute now. So what do we feel? So, so it's true. Good spy would have stolen the key. Oh, here we go. I think I've got it. Or, 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 or choke, I don't know. Choked out, choked out of one of the workers. Choked out taking one of the, one of the Taking them with the uniform. Softly jet, let, let them to the ground. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It depends what kind of spy you're talking about. Okay, now, best spy film. Are you just Googling best spy no, film? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no I, I know which one it is, yeah. I was going to say, because if you are just Googling best spy film, I would have been like, uh, ma'am. Yeah, top three <laughs> spy films. No, yeah. no, no. I've you got one in mind. I just didn't know which one of the series that was the one that I was thinking of, which is my favourite one. I, um, won't, I, I won't lie. I can't think of a spy movie outside of James Bond, and I don't want to choose that one. You can, You might. Though, because it's maybe the most popular. Oh, it's going to be the most... Oh, Not the one I'm choosing. No. Oh, man. I bet you've got like 50 in your head, right? I've had a few. I've had a few. Not 50. No. Not 50. 40. Funnily enough, <laughs> yeah. funnily enough, the good spy film is a rare thing, I think, to have a good spy film. Even though there's been so many... I think the Bond franchise has really overrun mm. spy films. Yeah. And I don't think they've really made too many films outside of the Bond franchise. Every now and then there's these quirky little European ones or, or even yeah. American ones, like they'll do some kind of uh, prestige piece where they'll, mm. get, they'll delve into it. But it's actually quite rare that they're, they're any good. Yeah, what's, can I clarify what the definition of spy is in relation to crossing over with like assassin? So my, this is my impersonation. Of impersonation? <laughs> my impression. <laughs> Was like, this is my impersonation of a spy. Bond, James Bond. <laughs> this is shaken, <laughs> not stirred. Oh, Rich Money, Patty. <laughs> my impersonation of a spy is, I'm not here. <laughs> um, I'm pretending to be someone I'm not. Uh, I'm pretending to be a podcaster. So you could say espionage, the act of espionage, right, is to use deceit and to cover one's actual uh, actual person to sneak into something. So one could say that, say, um, 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 
Inception is Inception a spy film? Maybe Inception is a spy film because yeah. there's that there's that espionage element mm. to it. Um, now in Inception, though, they're using spycraft to infiltrate a business. I would consider, generally speaking, a spy film has to have a, a spy has to have a political point. A spy has to be working under a political premise to either maintain world peace or, in the case of a bad spy, to topple some kind of world order. There's got to be some kind of linkage to some dark secret organisation or it's got to be involved in, in some kind of government kind of conspiracies. Mm-hmm. That's my impression of what a spy... I think it is fairly loose. I don't think The Prestige, for example, is not a spy film. But you could argue maybe that Inception is a spy film because they are doing a lot of sneaking. <laughs> Wearing sneakers. Wearing sneakers, nice. of course. Sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> um, but because there is, like, because oh. they are using espionage acts in order to, in this case, is in the modern context, uh, for it's it's business espionage. And in fact, I think they even say that they're basically like it's the it's the uh, espionage industry, you know, intellectual yeah. property. I mean, that, that's kind of an interesting twist on it now, you know, as the world's become more businessy. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, the whole James Bond franchise was built on. A guy writing stories about his experiences as a spy, as a spy working for mm. MI5 and mm. um, and and all, and all that stuff. Obviously, That's right. you know some really interesting stuff. I always wondered, like, when you see like him pulling out, like, even if you go back to the '60s versions, mm. and he's pulling out like uh, mm. darts, like tranquilizer darts from his Rolex watch. You're like, man, do they actually have that? That's pretty dope if they did. Mm. Just walking past, so quick, no one sees it. Yeah, because you're not you're not using blunt force when you're a spy. Unless you get caught, if you get caught, blunt force is required. Blunt force is sometimes required. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, I have to so sort you can, of so you can run away. More coming to the brain as I'm thinking about them. That's good. Yeah. More coming to the brain as I'm thinking. Hey, I can't think of like full storylines though. Like I love action films, but when someone tells me to explain like the plot, I'm yeah. like. This is the thing, this is the thing about uh, a spy film. A spy film was often full of like Mr. X, Mr. X and MacGuffins, right? So it's yeah. always stuff that you're not even supposed to know. Yeah. Like we've got to take out, you know, this person before the, yeah, the apex, like, oh, apex reaches the yeah. xenonaut and then, you know, the world will collapse. And then yeah. you're like, what? What? Doesn't yeah, matter. Like, the world's ending. Doesn't matter because you you're on the ride. That, you're on the ride. You've got to enjoy the ride yeah. for a good spy That movie sounded dope. <laughs> yeah, the Xenonauts. Oh, yeah. Get me on board, man. I'm all about it. <laughs> write that down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rob Polo trademark. Yep. Oh, that's that, that's legally binding. Yeah, that's we, true. We, I we put it that. out there to the world yeah. now. It's recorded. Yeah. It's published. Yeah, everything we've said is merged in the past legally. Yeah. <laughs> is our idea. You guys all can ideas, steal it. All yeah. ideas are out there. Uh, so yeah, there's the. Look, I think there's a loose definition. Yeah, but I think yeah. blunt force is at times required, but it's not the primary means. I think if if a spy is using blunt force, uh, he's done something wrong, or yeah. she. Is has done something or whatever. Wow, so inclusive when you say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to find. Oh, actually, <laughs> so when he is saving oh the world, or she, I think assassins and could I have think, been a I girl. Think you can have like hitmen assassins. I think that kind of loosely loosely falls into the when the male oh. president saves. Oh no, female or female it could happen, which is yet to happen in some countries. Anyway, shall we? <laughs> yes, I think we shall. Well, I mean, have you... Have you, have you I've gone because I'm not very good at it. Well, here's what we do, because I think we haven't actually said this yet. For first-time listeners, we've got this topic. It's called the spy film. That's the, what the topic is called. And we all have five minutes each. 
to deter, mm. to tell, mm. to convince the other two as to why ours should rank number one. And that is why it is called That's Rank. We are ranking our own choices that we're picking on the spot. We didn't know about this beforehand. Mm-mm. Did you know about this? No, I didn't. Did you know about this? I had no idea. Incognito. We had no idea that this was coming up this evening. We do not know this man in the crowd. We do not. We do not. I thought I did, but I did not. I, can tr- I cannot trust this man anymore. <laughs> Is my hat empty? <laughs> oh no, there's a pigeon in there, sir. What the fuck? My <laughs> secrets. <laughs> That's what we do. And then we have to try and rank battle. As, as you always say, to the death. Mm. We're all mm. still here, so obviously they haven't got that far yet. Metaphorically to Metaphorically the death. Metaphorically to the death. Listen, the idea dies. Listen, Symbolically. What, yeah, the idea dies. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day we'll come across a topic that we are that passionate about. Yeah, the idea this, dies. this might turn into a battle to the death. We'll live stream that one though. Mm. Do you know what I just had a thought? What's is that? if we're going to video these, we can't do these at night. Look at my face. I'm like, eh. <laughs> 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 well, no, it's, it's, it's been a long few weeks for you. Yeah. A very fun few weeks. Mm. Mm. I, I, Spying my way around... Mm. Yeah, so, so how many um how many uh, governments did you infiltrate? Well, in the Zenonaut is currently not. I mean, look outside; the world is still alive, is it not? It is. So did you, I not save the world? You don't know that, but that's, but that's what a good spy does. But that's what a good telling spy us. Does. That's what a good spy does. Well, I have to kill you now because I've told you. Mm. So. That's fair. That, that's understandable. And the listeners, <gasps> dun, dun, dun. well, that's a twist. That is a twist. Does every spy film have to have a really long intro? I think yes. I think it's almost part of Required. the trope, right? Yeah, yeah. Has, mm. it, has, a, little, has a little opening, an opening gambit. Yes. Mm. Mm. I wonder if Liam's going to do um, James Bond or not. I wonder if other ideas have come to his mind. I mean, there is... Ding, 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 ding. Well, do James Bond or not? Which one? Do you know why he orders a shaken martini and not stirred? I do not. So, when you stir it, the alcohol mixes... Um, all together, right? And you put the little olive or the onion, depending on how you like your martini. When you shake it, it onion. mixes with the water and then you, yeah, there's a martini where you have a little French onion. There you go. Um, when you shake it, it mixes with the ice cubes and separates when you pour it into the glass. So there's water at the top. So he's actually not getting drunk. He's pretending to. That's a good spy. Oh, is that why he yeah. shaking So he sips the third. top, yeah. Ah. But then you'll notice in most films he just ends up downing it and you're like, they missed the point of him getting yeah, shaken, yeah, not yeah, stirred. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. learnt that the other day and I was like, that is so smart. That it is, is smart. something that like yeah. Ian Fleming would have done that. Yeah. And then in the film, they met the film, he just yeah. like downs yeah. it. Yeah. It's like, oh, Sean Connery's like, I need Yeah, you're meant to sip it and pretend to be drunk. I need some of that no, Dutch no. courage. Go after Mission Money Penny. The old pretend to be drunk. Yeah. So look, I mean... Are we ready? Like, how are you guys both feeling over there? I, I'm ready. I'm I've here. Got one. Yeah, I'm here. You're here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, movies is not my um, not always my strongest strong point. Sense. You know, no, I do, I, I do, I do enjoy a good movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, I'm just not, I'm not as well versed as uh, in in a lot of movies. I think I've got one. Yeah. Do you want to go one? first then? Should I? I reckon because you went last last time because you might because the spy genre has some real st- uh, staples. You don't want anyone to steal it. I do not. So you probably do want to get I, in there early. I don't, don't know. Don't do James Bond though, because that's my... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Every James Bond movie ever. <laughs> yeah, true. We can... Specific ones, right? Doctor Yes. No, I'm just kidding. All Ready? right, so here we go. <laughs> oh, God. Ready, set Okay, on. okay, here we go. Five minutes is on. I am probably going to go left field straight off the bat. Ooh. James Bond. Yeah. Uh, Casino Royale, no. <laughs> although, although... Great film. Fa- fantastic movie. By okay. far the best Bad. James Bond one. No, I'm going. I'm going comedy. Mm, yay! Yeah, go for it. Austin Powers. Nice one. Oh. The original. Oh, the a original. classic. 
because a number of reasons. Obviously, it covers all the long tropes you're talking about, all the, the long opening trope of him like dancing through the streets of London yeah. with his yeah, terrible yeah. teeth. And he's like, he's like the most out there and the most ridiculous spy ever because he's not a spy. Mm. Intrinsically, he's doing everything out in the open and he's a bumbling fool at it. Yeah. Yeah. But it's taking all those tropes of the James Bond mostly. Obviously, that's what it's, what it's parodying and just turns into this hilarious romp that has actually aged rather well. Yeah. Like a lot of those movies from back um, – <coughs> pardon me. A lot of those movies from, from back in the 90s, 2000s haven't really aged particularly well, especially the parody movies, but Austin Powers has. I watched it recently, probably about four or five months ago, just because, you know, one of those days, not feeling up to it. I'm like, oh, God, you know, you're scrolling through Netflix. You're like, oh, I can't be bothered with any of this. Mm. Austin Powers there, put it on. Yeah. And holy, holy God. It is just the funniest shit. Yeah. Have you the scene, the bit where, um, obviously, Dr. Evil, the classic villain, because every, every, everyone's going to have, do you know what uh, Doctor who Dr. Evil is based on? No. Uh, gold member? Well, Goldfinger? I, I was hoping you asked. <laughs> I was like, oh, I haven't heard of that one. <laughs> he has a gold member. God, was the guy that strokes the cat in the yeah, film. Yeah, I was, I, I, I was hoping you remember his name. because no, Like, no. Blofeld? I don't know. Bloomfield. Bloomfield, yes. Mm. And so, oh God, I'm struggling to actually tell you why I think it's funny. Um, oh, my brain is not working. It's got great set pieces. Well, Characters. You were just about to tell us about uh, Dr. Evil. I was about to tell you about Dr. Evil and he has the bastard son. I'm fucking struggling. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot find words. I this, the, always have this with the movie ones though. Mm. Yeah. Because mm. the movie ones, like I'm like- Just think th- about why you like it. Talk about it authentically. I don't. That's the thing. I'm trying to. Mm. I'm trying. Like I'm trying to. Like, there's no point in me going through every scene of the movie. No. Because it doesn't make much sense. Why but do it, you like it? Why is it different? Because it's fucking dumb. Yeah. It's so <laughs> dumb. Like he's the, all the gadgets that he uses. He's got Basil Disposition, who's like his uh, his go to man, and he's he's got all little gizmos and gadgets, and he's using them, and he uses them incorrectly all the time. The set pieces are ridiculous. That is true, and all the stunts are just dumb. Actually, he does use blunt force quite a bit. <laughs> he uses lots of blunt force. Runs up, uh, Karate chop. Yep. Yeah, and then. Oh. It is a great film. Uh, there's, there's, there's two and three, not as good. How many are there? There's three. There's okay. three. They, they get progressively worse. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the third one made the most money out of all of them. Beyonce, man. That's what happens. Yeah. Beyonce, you put Beyonce in anything. But to this day, people remember, you know, and it's all the little gag upon gag upon gag upon gag. So it's like, here I am in a funny costume driving to the, to the, to the bad guy. And, oh, wait a second. I'm on a motorized car and I don't have enough of a turning circle. Yes. So we're just going to milk right, that yeah. for five, for a few minutes. <laughs> you know, the, the whole the, bit about the, the steamroller coming at him like, like yeah. move out the way. Yeah. yeah. No, no, move. Oh, it is like four minutes of him just very slowly rolling over yeah. this poor gentleman. Mm-hmm. Repeating that gag. And yeah. they just, so they heighten and they heighten and they yeah. heighten. They take it as far as they possibly can. I swear, baby, it's not mine. <laughs> yeah. How to use a Swedish penis enlarger <laughs> by Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah. It's not mine, I swear. One receipt. <laughs> <laughs> Swedish penis enlarger. Courtesy of Austin Powers. <laughs> He's like um, urinating for like 25 minutes after being yeah, released from yeah, cryogenic yeah. freezing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, Dr. Yeah, Evil yeah, escapes yeah. in his big penis shaped uh, uh, yeah. UFO spaceship. Yeah. And then cuts to each individual person. Look at that. It's a giant. <laughs> Willie, come here. <laughs> just keeps going through different scenes. Gags. Just Look. classic gags. It easily, it's actually just gag after gag. It's gag after gag after gag. What makes it a oh, good stop. spy film? Well, I think because he's actually he's meant to be a spy, mm. and he like he puts himself into these positions like he mm. is 
the best spy in history when he's actually just a completely he's a complete bumbling yeah, idiot. Yeah. He gets so caught in, caught off guard by being this womanizer mm. or like women's lady, and he's utterly terrible at it. Yeah. Or, or he's not actually. That's that's not true because, well, actually, no. A lot of the a lot of the women he gets like a lot of vagina mm. are using him to mm. better their own interests. Yeah. They're yeah. all spies as yeah. well. Yeah. The fembots, you know, the fembots are there basically to show that like it, he's he has no idea what he's doing. Yeah, he's an absolute. This- they, flip, they, they take the genre and they just flip it on its head. Yeah. They take the genre, which is of the guy who's always got stuff under control, that's yeah. impenetrable, that's always going to figure it out, and they just go, what is the most incompetent, bumbling fool we can possibly put into this situation? Yeah. And that's how Austin Powers is. Thank you for saving that because I was I was struggling <laughs> so hard just to kind Did of... Did Austin Powers come before Pink Panther? Oh, no. God, no. Oh, okay. Because I really liked... That bumbling idiot that he yeah. accidentally manages to like oh, do the, so the the right thing, yeah. but he's not intentionally like mm. like Johnny English. Yes, like mm. Johnny English, yeah. where his like pants get stuck in the window, but it happens to be good for him that yeah. that happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Inspector Love that. Clouseau. Inspector Clouseau. I would like an hamburger. What's that? <laughs> What's that from? Pink Panther. Oh, okay. He's learning French. Are you talking about the Steve Martin Pink Panther? Not no, French, sorry, Peter's he's learning Peter, English. The, the pink Steve Martin or the Peter Sellers one? The old one or the, the newer one? Oh, um, oh, new one. Steve Martin one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's like, I, like I think I think Austin like Powers was informed by the original Pe- Peter Sellers yeah, one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It was I think inf- he was a, he's a big Peter Sellers fan. It was an yeah. informant, was he? It was an informant. Uh-huh. He was, he informant. was a spy. But Peter, Se- Peter Sellers was a similar actor, you know, like yeah, always yeah. just got... Create a well, goofy character. Yeah, Peter right. Sellers. Peter Sellers did Casino Royale, didn't he? The, f- the first, the first, um, the parody one. The parody one, like yeah. way back, yeah. way back yeah. when. Yeah, yeah. So also taking from the the classic James Bond novel as well. Exactly, exactly. The Lampoon. The Lampoon. Mm. So thank you for that, because yeah, I was. I, it's one of those things when it comes to movies where I start describing a movie and I'm like, mm. what? The, what am I talking about? I'm just going to tell you. About You're the just po- telling us the movie. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> we enjoyed it. I like that. Well, that's it. I know, I know you guys know the movie. Most people who are listening to this have watched Austin Powers. I ain't reinventing the wheel here. <laughs> but we can see your passion for it, Liam. And the audience can hear your passion for it as well. And it is a good choice because it's a great film. Thank yeah, you. and it's like a non-conventional mm. spy mm. film. And it's classic now. It's quite iconic, actually. I also 1997. My goodness. 1997, that movie came I was came a baby. Out. You were a baby. A little baby. I saw that in the cinema. Oh, I was in high nice school. Nice one. <laughs> oh. So yeah, that's mine. Austin Powers. My five minutes is up, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> good choice. Good choice. Mm. Now, Taryn, what are you feeling? I'm happy for you to go next if you like. Yeah, okay. Let's get it over with. Go yeah. on. That's the spirit. This Join is, me. This is one that I'm also quite passionate about, but it's because it was the first spy film I ever watched and I was the three films, I think, um, maybe four. But the th- one that I'm talking about is Spy Kids Three. Oh. I'm so sorry, it's tongue in cheek because it's got the word spy in it. I thought that was a bit. I was tossing up between, you know, like Tenet or something like that. But you know, Spy Kids came to the top yeah, of my head, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I'll yeah. tell you why. So, as a child, being a spy is like so fascinating it's almost like ninja type skills that you could never have but you could dream you're like oh you think that's a job when i grow up i want to be a spy right yeah especially if you watch the james bond james bond's films you're like oh that is so wicked i could do that when i'm older but spy kids was about the kids being spies because they were children of spies and they kind of got thrown into situations where they you guys have seen it right hell no 
No. You haven't seen Spy Kids? Spy, Spy Kids was on in the, <laughs> Spy Kids was on in the cinema when I was working at the cinema. So I was in like I'd, I'd clean up after them Aww. after the kids, and so I just out of oh, you know, so I've pure lost spy. you. No, yeah, no, no, you no, this is better because I haven't seen it. You can actually maybe exp- like yeah, sell okay. It. Sell so it. so Antonio Banderas. <laughs> I thought it was Antonio Banderas. I was going to say it was an Antonio Banderas. Yeah, yeah. Is Daddy Spy? Um, I can't remember who plays Mama ca- Spy. Is it Penelope Cruz? I mean, if Antonio Banderas, surely, is Selma Hayek. Yeah. Surely, Selma Hayek. That's it. Thank you. Um, that's Daddy Spy, Mummy Spy, and the Actual kids are. <laughs> no, I think they've got real names, but they are spies, and the whole film series focuses on the two kids. So I can't remember their names. Carmen and San Diego. <laughs> Ju- so Where are they now, Junie? Don't Junie. Oh my gosh. So. Number three, so there's a whole bunch of adventures that happen and essentially the bad guy or the government that they're trying to overthrow is this villain called the Toymaker. Um, mm. And in number three, it's called uh, Spy Kids 3 Game Over because the setting is the Toymaker creates this world um, where you enter the world and then you enter different levels and you have to play the game to win the game, right? So it's one of those, like, it's probably been done a thousand times since or before where you get stuck in this game world and you have to literally play the game and be the player to get out, right? Mm. And most people don't get out. They become like, you know, the AI versions of players and they lose their lives in the real world. NPCs. That sort of thing. Oh yeah, no. NPCs, yeah, literally. So um, Carmen gets stuck on this level four of this game and Junie has to go and save her because this is the point where, you know, uh, out of all the series, the family's sort of falling apart at this uh at this series number, so number three, and obviously something has to happen to bring them all together and it happens to be the younger brother saving the sister. Mum and dad come in there as well Well, after at the end. Not to spoil it, but it's spoiled. Um, not that you're going to go and watch that afterwards, but you get the gist of it. It's a classic movie plotline, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but the reason that I really like Spy Kids and this one in particular is there is a scene where the kids are in a bunker and they are kind of hiding from bad guys and there is a microwave that they just casually go up to. They put a little packet, like a little, like you know how you get seeds in those little tiny package things from Bunnings? Like cheers. Kind of, like, yeah, but like mm. strawberry seeds or whatever. Sasha. Yeah, Sasha, oh, thank like, you. Oh, Sasha is the okay, word. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they put it in the microwave and out pops this massive burger and I remember thinking, oh, my God, in the future we're totally going to have that. <laughs> and glasses where you like, he puts, Junie puts the glasses on and then like seven bionic glasses come out in front of it so he can see like data and zoom in on all these certain, it was just like spy level for yeah, kids, yeah, right? Gadgets, You're just like, gadgets. I want gadgets. Mm-hmm. Thank you, gadgets, yeah. Um, so in this level, like, in this game, series one, where he is trying to go through the different levels, it is like they're battling like monsters. They are like yearning for their parents sort of in the background. And at the gist of it, they kind of, the kids are the heroes of the whole film. Whereas in the mm. first ones, mm. they were the heroes, but the parents mm. were more involved. Um, I remember watching that movie from the back of the cinema going, this is actually, look pretty, it looks pretty cool. Yeah. They like lots of cool little. It's really fun. Yeah. Yeah, really colourful too, right? Like yeah. super colourful. Super colourful. So the game colorful. series is all like neon colours and like they had to wear these costumes. So picture, have you seen Shark Boy Lava Girl? 
Oh my god, that's got Carmen, the actress who plays Carmen in it as well. Um, Alexa, Tan, Alexa Pena. If I had watched Spy Kids or Shark Boy Lava Girl <laughs> at the age I was when they came out, <laughs> you'd be more concerned yeah, than me actually not having seen those movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Likely. Damn, <laughs> I don't know my audience. Um, any, yes. any, any, any last words for uh, your five minutes? Is up. The five minutes seems to be going really quick tonight. Yeah, it does. No, that's it. I think it was just the cornerstone of my childhood interest in spy films. Mm-hmm. Interesting choice. Because I remember, I, I remember seeing kids coming out of that movie crazy happy. Yeah. Because like, I, I think Inspired. I worked in the cinema for every single one of those movies that came out. Mm. And so I was like, Antonio Banderas, I'm pretty sure, is the, is the guy. Mm. And yeah, kids come out going like pew, pew, pew. You know, like being yeah. all like mm. super stoked. Yeah. Well, it's really interesting because the guy that made it, Robert Rodriguez, is an action filmmaker. And he made Desperado, El Mariachi, yeah. all the Machete. Can I? Can I? Same stop, guy. Just, just one second. <clears throat> you haven't seen it, but you know who directs yeah, it. Yeah. How did you? I was about to ask because that. I remember when it came out, I was like, "Oh, this is a Robert Rodriguez film." And I think I tried to watch it because it, that's how I knew it was Summer Hyatt because yeah. she worked with him back in those right back in those days. Uh-huh. Just I just knew that because yeah. I, this it struck me when it came out. Anyway, interesting choice because it was such a deviation from where he had been before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so that's why it struck out. So that's why I think it would be actually a really good movie because I enjoyed a lot of the movies he made back yeah, then. Yeah, I really like them. Yeah. Great storylines. Yeah. yeah. So we've gone from we've got a comedy spy movie. We've got a children's spy movie. Yep. Let's uh, see what kind of French noir stuff you're going to come up with. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if this does not suit our personalities, I don't know what does. Oh, man, I'm actually finding it. Um, I was expecting a few of the ones I was thinking to have gone by now. But um, alas, you knew you did not know what you were up against. I overestimated my competitors. <laughs> I, I literally said Austin Powers, but that's pretty good. That was literally what I said in those few words. And I was like, I like kids because uh, they made hamburgers and glasses. Has my time started? No. Okay. Yes. Were you going to pick Tenet? No, I'm not going to pick Tenet. Okay. No, no. I mean, Tenet's not, not bad. No, I'm not going to pick Tenet. There's a lot, I like a good spy film. There's lots of good spy films. Um, the franchise is a big staple of the spy film. It is. Um, and I was tossing and turning. There's a few solo spy films that I really enjoy that I return to and have seen quite a bit. Um, but there's a few big franchises, which was the real debate for me. Neither was James Bond. One of, mm. th- one of them does have the initials JB. And I'm not going there. That is Jason Bourne, the Bourne oh, series. Oh, yeah. I knew yeah, the, 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 the one I'm actually, I have to go because I've been a long-time supporter of this franchise and this actor before it was cool. Oh, here we go. It's Mission the, Impossible. I was going to say. Oh, and I'm yes. going to go with the original Mission Impossible, which was directed by Brian De Palma. Now, you have to imagine in the mid-90s, Brian De Palma made Scarface. You know, Brian De Palma was like a, a guy working back in the 60s and 70s and he'd made really like dark, cutting mm. kind of films. You know, about coke dealers and gangsters. Yeah. Tom Cruise had just come through this whole little staple of big hits, Rain Man and A Few Good Men. Mm-hmm. And, Cocktail. And, like, he was aiming for the Oscar. <laughs> you know, Tom Cruise was aiming for the Oscar. Like, he yeah. had this big action hit with Top Gun, but he pivoted to then dramatic roles where he wanted the Oscar win, Jerry Maguire, etc. Then he pops up in Mission Impossible. 
And it's directed by Brian De Palma. It's got a really great script. It's got mm-hmm. everything you would want in a spy film. It's got betrayal. It's got the femme fatale. It's got gadgets. But the gadgets were all the real, like real world gadgets that were embedded, like the way the little tape deck explodes yeah. in the plane and they light the cigarette, uh, the, the chewing gum that explodes the fish tank. Yeah. Great set pieces of the exploding fish tank. Love a good of gadget. The, 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 mm. the, the, um, when, he, when, he, when he comes down from the ceiling, mm. you know, yeah. there's that whole sequence where he's hanging there, like the suspense that builds in that sequence. As the whole plot, as the um, heist, yeah, it's got a great heist scene. As and, and the guy keeps coming back and then pulling out and then coming back and then pulling out, and everyone's got the little poison pen. You know, it's just this great choreographed little thing. There's yeah. the guy in the van, yeah, you know, it's put calling the shots, which is one of the all time kind of great kind of bits, yeah. You know, everyone's got their cue, everyone's got their M, the person that sits behind the scenes conducting the spy, mm-hmm. and they've got all those parts of it. But at the end of the day, it's just a great spy film. Yep. Where you've got the, they lose the knock list, which means all agents are exposed, which means there's thousands of lives at risk, and there's a couple of people that are trying to profiteer from it. One of whom is John Voigt, his former manager, which is the big twist in the end. Spoiler alert! Mm-hmm. You know, so it has a great little plot twist. Mm. Uh, we've also a great actor at the time, kind of gone off the rails politically now, but yep. that's besides the point. Back then, great actor. Jean Reno, the professional, mm-hmm. you know, one of the best French actors of all time, plays the other villain. And if you're up against John Voight and Jean Renault, yeah. I mean, seriously, how good is it? And I mean, one of them. And meanwhile, there you've got you've got Ving Rhames, you know, who is. I love how he says these names. And yeah. Like we're supposed, to be, we're, and we're supposed to be like, oh yeah, Ving Rhames, the guy in the van, and like I can't remember what the character's name in Pulp Fiction, but like the big gangster oh, in yeah. Pulp Fiction, you know, and he's always in the van. Someone calculated the time Ving Rhames has spent sitting down in the Mission Impossible films <laughs> and it's like he's like in all the Mission Impossible films for like 72 minutes and like 69 of them are sitting down <laughs> oh my god, which is hilarious um, but so it's a great film it's People one of the all time classics mm. uh, it really it really took Tom Cruise's career in a different direction because yeah. it started yeah. to make him the action stunt guy but deep down nuts and bolts of it great plot Great performances, great casting, great set pieces, great gadgets, great villains, uh, great, uh, great, great, great agency, dark government agency operating behind the scenes, Mm. fantastic director, great score and the way they introduced the old TV score. Like it just ticked every box. And I'll argue this point, without Mission Impossible, we wouldn't have Top Gun Maverick. Mm. Top Gun Maverick, the film which supposedly saved similar, the Mission Impossible franchise is what has kept Tom Cruise relevant. Yeah. And it has become one of my favourite franchises. I look forward to all those movies coming out. And except for the second one, they're all really good. Second, and they've the just been, one? Um, the John no, Woo one. John Woo, the doves. And they've just, uh, yeah, the doves, slow motion <laughs> doves. And they've just been, they had, they had John Woo, J.J. Abrams, Bradley Bird, and then um, oh, Christopher McQuarrie who has now helmed like the last two and is doing the next two and has really taken the Tom Cruise into the new Jackie Chan kind of thing. And without the Mission Impossible franchise, I would argue that Tom Cruise wouldn't be as relevant. You know, it was mm. the thing that kept him going mm-hmm. after the Scientology thing and after the couch jumping thing. I think there's, there's, I think there's 32 now. Five or six? No, there's more than that. No. No, Liam, there's not more than that. Yeah, and I'm sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> 32. There's two new ones coming out this year which Stop. look awesome. The last one, Fallout, was actually it might it was close to one of my favourite films. I'm gonna have to go back and watch them in well, the series, but I can't go past the first one. I can't go past the first one. I got like, do you want, do you want some honourable mentions? Wait, wait a second. So, because I just want to get in there before, because you you just easily spoke for five minutes without pause about <laughs> Mission Impossible. 
It's very, it's, it's very impressive. Yeah, it is. I'm sure people at home it's are just wanting to hear me speak more. You know, they're not sick of the sound of my voice. I'm joking, obviously. I ramble, <laughs> folks. I'm aware of that. So thank you. No, no, thank you. It's not a ramble. It's just like it's amazing how, how passionate you are about yeah. it. Yeah, and you know all the detail. We're like, oh, that guy from that one time. Yeah, like, I know who Vic Rams is now because <laughs> he was the guy who sat down. <laughs> Ving Rams. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Vic, Vic Wright. Vic I Ryan. love that guy. <laughs> Rick James, right? And so, <laughs> but it's amazing. Like it, it just goes to show. Oh my god! <laughs> what was oh. that? <clears throat> Someone's used a poison pen into his drink when he wasn't looking. <laughs> but did it have a scene where the plane goes underwater into a secret opening in the island base underwater? It That's had a, a scene point. where they flew a helicopter into the channel as Tom Cruise what? was. In the end, at the end of Mission Impossible, they fly a helicopter into the channel. That goes What's the channel? The channel between France, France and, and the UK. That tunnel. <laughs> the channel. Uh, the channel. Have you not heard of the channel? It's the English Channel Tunnel. Oh, it's the channel. No, I had no idea. Really? <laughs> What's wrong wow. with me? I'm so bad with geography. <laughs> so there's a, there's a tunnel that goes between London, uh, that goes between the, the UK and France. Hey, so and they fly a into so the tunnel. So close to it. You are deflecting. Did Mission Impossible have a plane <laughs> that flew into the ocean? Into a cave, I believe it was, Taryn? Yeah. Thank you. Did I have that? No. Well, I'm not too sure if it's going to come number one. Yeah, you no. were like, da-da-da, great. Yeah, da-da-da, yeah, da, great. great. Yeah, does cool. it have a plane underwater? No. no, it doesn't. No, it does not. No, no it does not. But do I would I would put... Um, does Does Mission Impossible have sharks with freaking laser beams attached to their heads? But Tom Cruise did <laughs> strap... Answer the question, Rob. No, it does not. Tom Cruise did, did tie himself to the top of the uh, what's it called in in in, sure in, in in the United Arab Emirates, the tallest building, the Burj Khalifa. The Burj Khalifa. Don't ask the Burj me. Khalifa. Yeah. Oh, the Burj you know that scene in that movie that you think is CGI? It is not CGI. What? Tom Cruise actually legitimately yeah. Did stra- he break? Strapped himself in, climbed up the side. Obviously, he was well and truly strapped in. Like they did all that for real, so he was actually hanging so up the side that, of that building. Isn't that impressive? Then, if he was, was well and <laughs> was that the movie where he broke his arm? Because he did no, this no, that was for that when he oh, jumped. When he, that, he, yeah. he broke his leg, he jumped across the. Leg, so yeah. when you said Jackie Chan, that was actually a really apt kind of comparison. He's the current Jackie Chan. He's yeah. the guy that's doing all the oh, crazy. Please don't. He Jackie strapped Chan. himself to the side of a jumbo jet as it took off. But a second, go back to go back to the Jackie Chan comparison. Did mm. Tom Cruise, when he broke his foot, then do the stunt again with said broken foot? Tom Cruise ran, jumped, broke. He, he jumped between two buildings, yeah. right? For real. So there was two buildings. He yeah. jumped between them. Yeah. He put his foot up against it. He snapped it. Yeah. The cameras were still rolling. He continued with the shot. So he pulled himself up. He walks out of scene to make sure they get the shot. And then they said, okay. So he couldn't even use it for a blooper reel at the end. Well, they do. I think they. I think it is a blooper reel at the end. I think they actually put it in there. There's, you can you can see is, the real. This the is real. true, Jackie Chan styles. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, the, the, you can see the real the real accent. Anyway, Tom Cruise. I love Jackie Chan. I like Jackie Chan too. Yeah. Well, I think I've got my rank in my head. <laughs> oh, I know he's not winning. I know he's coming fucking dead last. <laughs> <laughs> is it me? Hell no. <laughs> no, you had a plane that flew into the ocean. <laughs> <clears throat> I went last, so I go first. Yeah. So I I have to stick with... Firstly, the two films that I've actually seen are going to be one and two. So I'm sorry, Taryn. Even though I appreciate... No. I'm a, you know, I liked Robert Rodriguez back in the fair day. Fair enough, fair enough. I it's did so not know my like audience. It's fine. I also don't know other spy films very well, so I just stabbed in the dark um, to my t- favourite. Taryn, I also had the same problem. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's all right. It's yeah. fine. 
I, and I love, actually love Austin Powers, but like yeah. the Mission Impossible series for me, I've been flying my flag for that one for years. When, I think I mentioned this before, like we recently started making that like a kind of a Christmas tradition. Mm. Like last mm. Christmas, the family mm. and I watched, I think up to number three, like just back to back on yeah. Christmas day, stuffed yeah. full of uh, food. Mm. Mm. And it's, it's a great little, it's a great little kind of um, thing to get lost in. It really is. Mm. It's, it's fantastic. Good. It's a fantastic yeah. series. Um, and they've changed directors, but aside from that second one, they've been pretty consistent through. Like they've just kept. I think they've almost gotten better and better, mm. except for the first one, which is the best. Yes, but yeah, it's a great, it's a great tradition. Do you do it every Christmas? Well, the last Christmas was the first one that we've yeah. done. So tradition, not yet. No tradition in the making. Could be. Nice. Could yes. be. Yes. Mm. <coughs> All right. So I'm gonna go myself. I'm gonna go Mission Impossible yep, one. Yep. Austin Powers two. Spy Kids three. Nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Yes. How fitting. <laughs> well, it's actually it's actually Spike it's 3D. Yeah. Oh, oh Spike it's 3D. It? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I I, I do you know how I, do, I remember that. I take that back. Spike kids 3D no, no, I'm number 1. You yeah. I had to, <laughs> <laughs> I had to give I had to give out those little um, black and black. Yes, black glasses. Blue and red glasses to yeah. the kids when they walked in, you know, those really uncomfortable. <laughs> black glasses don't watch this. <laughs> yeah, Put <yes>. these on. <laughs> Blind yourself, child. <laughs> Um, you know those really uncomfortable cardboard ones that kind of sit. Yeah. And too, oh my god, I miss those. They're too small for the for the the bridge of your nose. Yeah. You come out with a nice little red mark. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So cool, Taryn. Um, I'm gonna rank Mission Impossible one. Great films. Um, I actually find Austin Powers very crude, and I don't enjoy the humor. It's very unpopular opinion. <laughs> I always I think it is. in I friendship think it's probably... groups. I people are always like they reference Austin Powers, and I'm like. Ooh, don't like it. What, what, what about it? Is it? It's not that crude. Though. I just find it silly. Like I don't silly, like silly yes. humor. Oh. Um, like, uh, like Auntie Donna. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think some things are really classic. Like some most most of it, I just don't find funny. It's pretty dumb. I like a dumb I, humor, and I get I get why people find it funny, and I mm. love the like the colloquialism, like the like that. I, I appreciate the guys who have been grinding it yes. hard for years too. Like totally. I, think I, I respect their game. Yeah, yeah. I am like you. I, I have just, a lot of people around me that love them, and like, I'm like no oh. people froth it, they and do. I'm like okay, they it's do. not that good. The like put, the pud bit was funny. Yeah, yeah. the pud bit was funny. Oh yeah, m- d- d- pud. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I couldn't possibly have another bar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's some really funny ones, but then there are silly, silly, and when they break into song. I'm like you've lost me. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, that's a slapsticky humor. So it is not, slapsticky. Yeah, so it's not, just not, not my genre. That's not your genre. Yeah, that's not your genre. Um, so Austin Powers number two. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll have to put it number three, which leaves Spy Kids number two. Yeah, that makes sense. <coughs> Pardon me, I have to do a lot of editing of my coffee. <laughs> my um, okay, well, I'm going to go uh, similar vein. I'm going to put um, uh, Spy Kids three three. Yeah. I'm going to put Austin Powers 2, 2, oh. and Mission Impossible 1, 1. Nice. Uh, I think it makes the most sense for this rank because Mission Impossible is pretty dope. Yeah. And I think I was trying to be a bit different and mm. go on a different tangent. Mm. So I nearly went Which King- will resonate with some people for yeah. sure. I nearly went to Kingsman. Mm. Yeah, yeah, me too. Because the, yeah. the Kingsman is, the, I've only seen the first one, but God damn, is that a good movie? Yeah. Is that Brilliant. The, is that the church scene or is the second one with the church scene? No, the first, one the first one's got the church first, scene. Yeah. It's just, it's just, so good, but just I, I the could, whole I, thing, the dog. Yeah, yeah. I just couldn't spend five minutes talking about it. I, I couldn't like spend five minutes talking about Austin Powers either. Mm. But like, that's not the point. It's <laughs> like a mix between Austin Powers and Mission Impossible. Like it's com- yeah. it's, it's it's still doing the action blockbuster spy thing, but, but like it's funny. Got, 
But it's it's the pastiche and it's and it's I'd argue it's it. got a bit of Spy Kids because you've got Taron Egerton le- learning That's from true. the older Spy and then tr- figuring stuff out himself. That's and true. younger people Jeez. can be like, I could do that. And I think in the older. second one is is something that goes into water and yes. goes underneath. Oh, right? you bet, mm. you bet. Fuck, I should have gone Kingsman. I would have won. You, yeah, <laughs> actually, it's in everything. I think I would have chosen Kingsman one if you had done that. Damn, this is, the, this, right. this is the problem with the ranks, though. It's like, so uh, it's hard. A, it's not eh? after you get you, you press, you stop the recording. We're like, God, God yeah, you're like, God, can I reverse? Mm. Start again. That was me reversing. It was good. I liked it. Thank you. Uh, any more honor rules before we uh, before we wrap this bad boy up and declare and decree the winner? Look, I've already mentioned uh, Born, which mm. I think was a really is great a trilogy. Oh yeah, is that a spy? That's a heist film. Heist. Oh, it's it's a heist. heist. More heist. Um, the Bourne films I think were great because the Bourne films I think really reinvented the genre like they really mm. just added a realness to it which I thought was very cool and it made and it wasn't so much reliant on, on wits and gadgets mm-hmm. like he just toughs it out yeah. yeah he just toughs it out better than anyone else toughs it out um, he's kind of a spy for himself isn't he yeah because he's trying to isn't like yeah, he kind of he's unraveling the government mystery like his own agency's out to get him yeah yeah when the agency turns, which is the Mission Impossible trope too, when the agency turns mm. against him, he becomes an, an, an enemy of the of the agency. Dun, dun, dun. Look, there's actually a really fun one called Spy Games with Brad Pitt and Robert Redford, oh. which I rate. I rate. I'm actually yeah, going right. to say that it's directed by Tony Scott, <laughs> who made Top Gun and he made <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he made a lot of fun movies and he made Spy Game and I think it's underrated and I'm going to recommend it. Okay. Who's the um, Who's the art producer on that one? The producer on that one, yeah, yeah. Ridley Scott. Unbelievable! It's actually it's actually crazy. It's probably it's really, like, it's, oh, that's a guess. That's a guess. <laughs> yeah. uh, really, uh, really, really, Scott, because uh, they have a production company together called Scott Free. Very clever. So I'm assuming that he produced it, but I don't actually know. Uh, um, look, there's a whole history of great spy films. If you want a really old classic French noir, then you would watch The Samurai. Oh yeah, which, yeah. Is, that's yeah. which is a really really cool like 60s. I think like it's about a, like a, 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 an assassin that kind of goes off the book. It's and actually people come out to get him. It's actually unbelievable how much you know about film. Mm. It's, it's I know a lot. Well, I've invested a lot of time into. Oh, it. I know that. Mm. Yeah, but but people can invest a lot of time into a lot of stuff. Mm. I invest a lot of time into work, and I don't remember anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> I but, clock off at five, baby. Yeah. Gone. <laughs> One it. more honorable mention. Which is what I want everyone. I think if you haven't seen it, you definitely should watch it. It's a fairly new film, Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. Have you heard of oh, that one? I've no. seen that one. I've, I've heard of that because yeah. it's a funny name. Yeah, it's about ten years old now. It's got Gary Oldman, Tom Hardy, Benedict Cumberbatch <gasps> was in it. All before they were kind of those guys. Before they were kind of big. I'm writing this down. Um, and it kind of has this little. Who was it? Who was Mark it? Strong. Who done it? Who was it in that that made you go? Oh, I want to watch Tom it. Hardy. Hardy. Okay, okay, fair enough. Yeah. That's a good um, shout. And it's just <laughs> a great. It's just a great spy film. It's just a really If he said Benedict Cumberbatch, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Okay, girl. Whatever you're into, that's I, fine. I think, well, I've, I've mentioned a lot of titles, Penguins. but if, you, if you're at home and you go, I feel like a good spy film, he's, he's, I, I dare you to watch Tinker Tailor oh, Soldier Spy and tell me that it's not a good film. It is a very, it's a masterclass of spy filmmaking. Oh. I think we have to, we have to, because we have to have like a side thing. When we get the Patreon going, right? Mm. We have to have a feature that's just called like Rob's Picks. Right, Rob's and, yeah. all, and all people have to do is literally just you know I, don't, I know you're not doing the old uh, social thing at the moment, mm-hmm. but we're going to get you a social thing specifically for movies, and people are going to be like, "What do I watch, man? I need this '50s movie about <laughs> yeah. submarines." I've scrolled in, through Netflix yeah. for 45 minutes. I need something. Yeah. Although to be fair, if you scroll through Netflix for 45 minutes and you asked him what to watch, he would tell you, and then you'd go back to scrolling Netflix for 45 minutes because mm. it's just a habit. Yeah, you can't help yeah. yourself. I mean, uh, my list is massive. You watch it. You just sit there forty-five minutes. 
Have you seen that meme where it's like me scrolling through Netflix 45 minutes, me five minutes into the movie? And yeah, just, just sleep. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> does check out. I don't do that anymore. I, I make a very big point of like, yeah, I've got such a long list of movie recommendations mm. now that it's like, yeah, I can't scroll because I don't need to add more to the list. I mm. go directly to a film. So I'm very grateful for friends like you. Just remind me, did, where did you put yours? Second. Second. Okay, cool. Cool. I was just doing. I was just doing the uh, quick maths. The quick maths. maths. The quick maths in my head. Well, I think it's you pretty me, clear who. Well, number one is very clear this evening. Yeah. Mission Impossible. And then you guys put your second. Yeah, but yeah. you put mine last. So I'm just trying to do this. So it was two, two, three. But mine went last twice. You put yours first. Yes, that's right. So number two is Austin Powers, and then number three, Spy Kids. Yeah. Specifically, three. Yeah. Game over. Three D. Three D. Apologies. Game over. Game over. Antonio Banderas. Would you recommend I watch it as an adult? Would you recommend, would you say when we finish this up, should I go and watch Spy Kids 3D? Nah. Shark Boy <laughs> Lava Girl. Over that. Any day. Yeah. <laughs> Any day. Unbelievable. All right, well, that's 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 another that's another episode. Very good. Thank you. Spy, Spy Kids. I'll have a good chance to talk about movies. I know you do. And this is the thing. Like, I, I, it's, it's almost like I feel a little bit, um, what's the word, inadequate. When we, get, mm. when we get movie episodes, it's just—it's just how it's just like, oh god. Well, that we both have the same degree. We both have a degree in film. Don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! Anyway, I've just finished paying that off. Congratulations! <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. Money well spent. What's your favorite debt to pay off? Top three debts. Top three For, debts. A holiday holidays to pay off my mortgage. Yeah. In thirty years' time. <laughs> Yikes! That's ambitious. All right. Ever paid off. That's cool. that, that's that's a rank for another day. Any final thoughts? Just that whether you're a passion passionate person that knows a lot about a subject, or just an av- just 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 a person off the street that chooses to watch a film, it doesn't really matter when you're sitting there in front of a box or in a cinema. It doesn't matter at all. Do you enjoy the film? Do you love the film? Does it sweep you away in its journey? That's the only thing that matters when we're talking about movies. We're entitled. We all love a Spy Kids 3 at times. So there's no right or wrong answers in this one. So go out there and enjoy whatever the hell you choose to enjoy. And if you want to enjoy something, Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. I said that too quickly. Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. At the end, that's my final thought. Beautiful. I love that. I love it too. Being curious and young and adventurous in spirit. I Mm. like that. Mm. It's good. Good one, guys. Nice one. See you next Tuesday.